I'm not a werewolf, but I'm your host, Scott O'Dell. I'm joined by host Jeff Garst. Hey, Scott, not a werewolf. Host Cordy Jorgensen. Hey, Scott, I'm back to not playing werewolf. The <sighs> latte's wearing off. You know what good I game. like? I like to have my political rights taken away because I don't have representation because I was <laughs> gerrymandered out of my vote. <laughs> oh, spiel cast goes political. Oh, no, man. so this week, oh, this goodness. week we played a new Kickstarter game, which is normally uh, a bad word that we don't say around here. Yeah, at least for me. This, um, this game is bucking trends. But it is a game by a, a trio of siblings, the LaFaire siblings. Uh, who were gerrymandered out of their congressional district, right, as a couple of them became voting age. And they were so enraged by this because they felt like their voice didn't matter anymore that they created a board game about it, which is what I do when I'm mad. Exactly. Um, And they... Start making prototypes. Just get the scissors out. Let's do this. They threw the game on Kickstarter. Got quite a bit of publicity. They threw the game on Kickstarter, got quite a bit of publicity. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger signed on to the game at one point. No, and we haven't said the name of the game yet, have we? No. Oh, okay. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger signed on to the game at one point. Uh, you could pledge to not only buy a copy of the game for yourself, which is what I did, but also send copies of the game to your elected representatives, Supreme Court justices, state representatives. And I believe they said they ended up sending about 10,000 copies of this game out, but I could be lying about that. I, I read the number somewhere, but I don't remember it. Um, and the game is called Cody Map Maker, the gerrymandering game. Yes. And I, I just want to start off by saying uh, the entire board game community, at least board game designer community, I feel like had a collective forehead slap because what an obvious theme for an area control game. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my what? goodness. It's like, so good. <laughs> And the thing about this game, I'll explain the rules in a second, and you'll know them because they only take 30 seconds to explain, is theme and me- the melding of theme and mechanics maybe the best ever. Yes. Like, it just fits. And it's really good. I don't know best ever. That's very hyperbolic of you to say. But Have it's you played that game about trees and sunlight? Photosynthesis? Yeah. No, the, this, has, this is better theme mechanic melding than photosynthesis. Um, mm, Scott made a face at you. Light points, Scott. What are light points? That's how much light energy you, know you get to make. You know how plants grow? They need light. Yeah, they you know need convert that energy in a doesn't work. photosynthesis. Um, but essentially, here's the rules of the game. All right. In front of you is a map. On each hex of the map is a number and a party, and that represents the number of voters in that district who will be voting for that party. On your turn, you place four fences on the board... And you fence off uh, districts of four or more hexes. Once a district is completely fenced off, you count up all the votes in it. And whoever, uh, whichever team has the most votes, whichever party has the most votes in that district, gets uh, one, one vote. representative. And then at the end of the game, whoever has the most representatives wins. And now you know how to play map maker. Yeah. It, but do you know how to win? Uh, I don't. Scott, do you? Yes. I oh, do okay. Know how to win. So, uh, yeah, there. I, as a person who does not enjoy abstract games, this was crazy fun. Like, this was way more fun than most abstract games you play. I think so you're par- just trying to screw people. Yeah, you're just messing with people, and you're just <laughs> throwing you're throwing lines down. Like, your pieces are already on the board. Like, your pieces are there. You aren't going to affect what your setup is on the board. So, all you're trying to do 
is like manipulate and snake these little lines around and be like, oh, okay, I can do that. I can steal a point here and I can be less efficient. So just my, so I was thinking about the theme and, and, and the fact that it's called the gerrymandering game. And I actually think it's a really good way because I, I, I feel like there's a, gerrymandering is a legitimate problem um, specifically because um, when uh, a party with a, a, a group of people with a singular interest are put in charge of everybody, whether they have those same interests or not, then you get gerrymandered. Then you get those things. What's interesting about this game is you actually get a really fair representation because everybody involved has equal say in, has in an it. equal number of votes yeah, on the board. Yeah, so we actually aren't really gerrymandering the board. But if you think about the game, how it came out to be very close, it was a very close game. If after you played the game, you said, okay, that's the fair way to drop the districts where everybody has equal say. Now imagine that one player gets to take two, two actions every turn. Like one player mm-hmm. gets to lay eight Or just lines. gets to sit at or the board and them. decide. Or do all of them, right. yeah, right? Or like whoever won now gets to lay one extra one the next time you play the game. And then like... They, well, like, we did gerrymander because everyone had, everyone had an equal number of votes on the board, but... Me and you ended up with way more representatives than Jeff. No, it was four four three. Yeah, it was close. Oh, yeah, I thought it was four four two. No, it was four four three. No, I th- I think and and there's something that you said while you were playing this as well, Cody, where it's like, oh, I get it. And like I see how your mind thinks when yeah. you're tasked with doing this. Mm-hmm. When somebody says, okay, I want you to draw up this board in a way that you come out as the winner, um, it all starts to make sense. Yeah, but. This game takes that and then puts it on its head, gives us all equal say of it, mm-hmm. and now we're messing with each other. Yeah. I'm splitting up Cody's votes because I don't want him to have a 9 and a 10 in the same district. Or I do want him to have a 9 and a 10 yes, in the same exactly. district. So, I can't, so he can't use them in two different districts. Yeah, there's two things you can try to do when you're dividing the districts. You can either try and barely win. That's, that's really good. You want to win a district and you want it to be really close. You want the other teams to waste as many as many votes as possible right, and you if, still win. If, if I win 13 to 12 against Cody, Cody's 12 votes now mean absolutely yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. And the other thing you're, you're trying to do, which gives you a lot like different perspective to think about when you're playing the game is you also want to pen in gigantic wins for other players. So you want people to take landslide victories in, in areas that then become, you know, well, that's all green party. That's a green party district, but all of those Green Party people just get the one representative. And right. and now I have more points to win close battles other places. Right. So it, it, it's really interesting strategically to play. And there's a name for this. In gerrymandering lingo, it's called packing and cracking. There you go. So you either pack your districts with landslide victories or you crack the big areas up so that they... Don't have so like if you have a big city with a bunch of votes for one party, you can crack it into th- like parts of three districts so they right. don't get any power, or you put them all in one so they only get one. Mm. I mean, yeah. there's the it, so, it's theoretically sound in terms of the of the message it's trying to send. Yeah. I mean, w- we all live somewhere that was gerrymandered, unfortunately. Correct. Mm. After after Obama took the Omaha second congressional district in 2008 and 2010 when they they redistricted they made the Omaha Metro less blue and you know you could say it's not as egregious as some of the places but like it sucks and this yeah. game <laughs> is, a, is a pretty good uh, illustration of that uh, it, it reminded me a little of the game Samurai um, 
which sure, is a yeah, Kansia game. That. I've not played it. Uh, where you put down your strength of pieces around areas, and whoever has the most there is is gonna win. So like you either, you know, you 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 can barely win, or you want your opponents to spend all of their points winning one thing. So it's kind of similar, but. This is weird because all of, like you said, all your pieces are on the board. Like when Jeff explained the game, that's it. There's nothing else to explain about the game. It's all now. So how do the yeah. how do the pieces get on the board? Because I didn't see the. Setup. They're random. Okay. You just put all of them face down, shuffle them up, and just put one on each right. spot, and then flip them over. So I would be interested if they had some sort of campaign mode, like print and play with this, where, like you, you know, campaign. Pardon the pun, but mm-hmm. where you know you have different scenarios, and mm-hmm. you know one of you maybe has you know asymmetrical setup or something like that. There is actually a phone game called Gerrymander, which is basically that. Basically that, um, yeah. Where you, you pick a party and you just draw the lines. and you, you're, But in that one, you are always... Like, you, you always have less votes, but there's always mm. a, physically a way to win. Um, I and if you're feeling nice. depressed, uh, I will say that Missouri passed uh, uh, a law... That was on the ballot by popular demand, which was uh, it's called non-biased district redistricting, which is where there's a non-biased committee and they use computers to try to make districts that make sense. Um, so, you know, there might be there might be one of those on Nebraska's uh, upcoming. And if you, you don't have one in your state, like it's not too late to try to get them on the ballot for 2020. Mm-hmm. And the, the game, actually, the last four pages of the rule book are a little historical lesson on uh, the, the history of gerrymandering. Um, and one other comment I'll make about this game is the design is really strong because you get four fences per turn, which is the uh, which is always one less than how right. many you want. You always want that fifth fence to close a district or do something important, but you just never quite have enough, which I think makes it for a really yeah. nail-biting game as well. This feels like, uh, I know it's a relatively simple game, but it still feels like what you're saying, Jeff, is they play-tested the game mm-hmm. to get it yes. down to, you know, my comment during the game was, Four fences isn't really enough to like dynamically change the state of the board, but it is enough to make like a big move to make a play. Right. And so what you have to do is you have to take a turn to split up some fences and then try to hope you can make big moves in a couple turns, which, you know, is what I did. And, you know, I won on a tiebreaker and you could say that that's not fair, but, you know, whoever, you know, if the Senate's 50 50, huh. like someone breaks the tie, right? Right. Uh, and, I, I will say this game encouraged uh, collusion. It did, and, and people talking and king making like interesting word choice. But yes, it did. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. There was definitely collusion. There absolutely, but, but it's constantly see, changing. I mean, right. everyone, every every second, you have a different like. Yeah, and I could see, I could see in a four player game how it would be even more important to do that because you have less control uh, of what's happening. So like yes. like physically yes. manipulating people above or mentally manipulating people outside of the game is I think also part of the game. Uh, so I was just looking it up uh, because it's a Kickstarter game, and in our last episode we really got to talking about how weird the supply chain is and how young uh, our industry is. Uh, it is available on Amazon. I don't know if we can get it through distributors, but I'm definitely after playing it today. Well, like we're gonna try and get it in the shop. Like yeah, I don't absolutely. know if we can get it I mean, traditionally. It's, it's a $40 MSRP game, which you know I don't think that price is bad because the components are nice. Because the the each each political faction has like you know wooden donkeys or wooden hedgehogs or wooden mm. elephants, but and they're nicely painted. The weight of the game is kind of like, uh, like there's not a lot to the game, but the components that, are nice. Well, and that, you get bags, you get that, felt bags. So what I'm saying about about that is is so we we criticize Kickstarter games a lot. Like we yes, criticize a lot uh, the system with like the system with which 
Kickstarters are successful does not filter for quality of gameplay. And, at all. And, no. And no. this game, and one of the most challenging things for people designing a game is to make it simpler, to trim out the stuff and stop making it a simulation and just start making it a game. And this game is just so perfectly small ruled and there's just so little to it. It's really well designed. Like the fact that the there's the little tiebreaker rule in there that you don't even have to like, you just have to say oh, that that's the tiebreaker. Like that's a swing vote. And you're like, oh, okay. And it happens. It, you, they you use a swing vote a couple of different ways, and it really ma- It's really effective. It's really intuitive. This bucks the trend of what a Kickstarter gameplay looks like without losing the good thing about Kickstarters, which is production value. Like this is a well produced game. Yeah. Um, the the thing that I think is the like roll your eyes a little bit moment is there are four felt bags or velvet bags of each of the player colors that seem to have no actual function because you have to randomize all of the tiles. I I think Scott was trying to show us they're meant to, for the little wooden pieces. Okay. Instead of a plastic bag, okay. you get a felt bag. Ooh. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's, but you're it's, right. you're absolutely it's correct. absurd. It, it's totally unnecessary, but it clearly caused the game to be a more successful Kickstarter, so they did it. But they, So yeah. I don't know this. The, is the... Um, Libertarian Party represented by a hedgehog. The porc- oh, was a hedgehog oh, or a por- porcupine? Porcupine. porcupine. Okay. Yeah, did not know that. And the Green Party is represented by a leaf. Yep, they're probably not going to win in a fight. <laughs> it's true. Um, I, I will also say this is a great game for for it, it, it's really good for gamers as like a filler between your big games and game for night because sure. it's mm-hmm. twenty minutes and the strategy does exist. Like it forces difficult decisions, but. The other great thing about being super simple and pretty abstract is it's great for families. I've played this with my family who are not gamers. Explain the rules to them in a minute. And we were playing and they felt like they were having a strategic good experience. And what a better thing than to bring up politics to your more conservative baby boomer parents. You know, I was surprised at how well it was received. (laughs) I mean, that's fun though because, you know, like... Like they can literally be the red elephant, and you can be the blue donkey, and you. you I can. seem to remember. I actually haven't. What it's are you saying a, about old people, Cody? I, I'm, I'm being. I'm specifically thinking about my family. Okay. I have since. Uh, I haven't read the rule book in a while, but I seem to remember. During the Kickstarter, I think they tried to de- They tried to be like, "Oh, this isn't the Republicans, the Democrats, the Libertarians, and the Green Party. It's the elephants, the donkeys, the porcupines, and the leafs." Yeah, for I sure. Think, I think they were very like. Which is which is the, exactly how you have to discuss politics with your family, which right. you know that's good. I mean, it, they could have done a stretch goal for like, you know, Game of Thrones. I'm sorry for a lion and a sun. Oh yeah, that. yeah, that's totally his, that's an expansion. That. Yeah, yeah. I could, you could man. totally retheme retheme this game to be a, a I think Game it's of Thrones that they just went in a heartbeat. A donkey like, and an elephant, though, because it's like everybody knows what. Yeah, it's a conversation knows. start. Like, yeah. yeah. No, this is great. This is a great family game. Like, yeah. take home to your family game. It's really good. No, this is on my list. I literally just put it on my birthday list. Like, like, yeah, there's I, there's not that many games on my list of, like, I want this game now. Um, so this is on it. Like, it's... it's. Should we play 20 questions? Sure. Who wants to be the... Uh, I got a game. Go. Oh, you just don't want to guess. We're going to play 20 questions. Okay. Are you ready, Jeff? We're going to win. Speed 20 questions. Oh, no. Is the box larger than a ticket to ride size yes. box? Uh, should I just ask if it's Gloomhaven right out of the game? <laughs> just, <laughs> and just end it. Uh, would you say this game is more Ameritrash than Euro? Yes. 
Um, is was this game published after January first, two thousand and fifteen? Uh, after 2015. Yeah, 15. Uh, after or, January 1st. 15 of, or later. 15, yeah, 15 or, later. or later. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, Scythe. Could be. Um, Although he said Ameritrash. Is Scythe yeah. considered Ameritrash or Euro? No, it's more Euro. It's definitely more Euro. Scythe is more Euro. Okay. Yeah. There's hardly any battles in that game. Um, let's see. We kind of we haven't talked about theme at all. So nope. uh, Does this have a fantasy theme? Hmm. If I were playing Werewolves, I would put out the sort of. I mean, we're basically playing Werewolves right now, if you think about it. It could be gloomy. <laughs> I know. Uh, that's it, definitely fantasy. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely. That's, that's, that's dark that's fantasy. This is. I think we eliminated Gloomhaven with that question. This is uh, sort of fantasy. Okay. Probably not. Um, is this game. Does this game? Ooh, we already got a theme though. Uh, does this game have cards? Yes. Uh, let's see. You said more Ameritrash. Bigger box. Bigger box. Sky cards. New. Last four years. Um, you know what's interesting? We've been doing this long enough that like that question of like when it was published before, like we have to like update. We have to update. Yeah, because yeah. like it used to be yeah. like fourteen, you could ask, but now like. We still have the like the last four years. That's so many titles. So yeah, it came out when Spielbound was in existence. Yeah. Ooh. Oh god. <laughs> uh, so, is this game have yeah, pretty much? Um, have you and I played this game together? Have you and I played this game? Yes. Together? No. That means he and I have played it's this Star game Wars together. Rebellion. That means it's always on me. Does that mean? Um, it's Star Wars Rebellion. <laughs> be pretty easy to figure that out, right? Does this game have? Should I ask if it plays two players or if it plays more than? Does yeah, as a play, I would ask the player count greater than two. Is, is the player high? count greater than two? Yes. Okay, it's not Star Wars Rebellion. Uh, there is a four-player <laughs> variant of Star Wars Rebellion, uh -oh. and it's like an official. Uh oh, uh, is is this have a uh, sci-fi slash space theme? Yes. Isn't Star Wars obviously fantasy? No. Or is it sci-fi? Sci-fi. I mean, the, it's a Trekkie. I, I've always heard it was fantasy until the midi-chlorians. <laughs> <laughs> like, once you start to explain things, then it becomes mm, sci-fi. <laughs> I see. I see. So until the prequels... Are the midi-chlorians canon? That's, oh, that's what I'm man. saying. So, like, the, the first three movies are fantasy. Um... You can do this, Jeff. I believe it in you. Does this game have area control? Uh, yeah, it's Ameritrash. I'm sorry. Sure. Sure, it has area control. Yeah. It's a big Star box. Wars Rebellion obviously has area control. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, it has area control. Uh, my turn. Yeah, I'm just wasting. I'm wasting guesses here. Uh, was this uh released in 2017 or later? No. So 15 or 16. 
<laughs> Does that help you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, board game years are just like video game years. I know, like I know what a game. Oh, is gotcha. No board game years. Like, oh. I am terrible at this game. Um, does this game have? I said it had. What was the last area control? And it was sort of has area control. It has it's cards. Science it's sci-fi space kind of. Could fantasy. be one of the like race to the galley or More galaxy trucker. Yeah. Galaxy Trucker is a big box. Mm. That's kind of fantasy. Um, is um is Rebellion a fantasy flight release? Yeah. So we could ask that. Is, is Galaxy Trucker fantasy flight? Galaxy Trucker is really old. Oh, you're right. Sorry, crap. Dang it. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> Nobody noticed. <laughs> Anyway, um, your question. I don't know. Ask fantasy. I'll ask it if you don't. Is it a fantasy flight release? Uh, yes. Is it a Star Wars themed game? Uh, yes. So it could be Imperial Assault. Yeah. Could be. Re- I don't think it's going to be Rebellion because Air- Rebellion is obviously area control. Well, you could be just throwing us off the scent. Okay, so okay, Imperial Assault, Rebellion. Uh, Armada. What's the um uh there's like a Star Wars card game, but that doesn't have a big enough yeah, box. Yeah, not a big enough box. I mean a Star Wars Rebellion. This is just like ask him if you've played it with him. Well, if you haven't played it with him. Well he did he see Scott'll answer things in a way that are obvious and then he'll like throw um, you off the scent. Sometimes. Does this game involve a plastic deaths miniature Death Star? Um Yes. So it's either Armada or Rebellion. Okay, so we've got it because we can just ask either of those Correct. questions. All right. Is it Star Wars Rebellion? Uh, it is. How does Star Nailed Wars it. Rebellion Nailed kind it. of have area control? I mean, I, I, I said it, it did. You hedged. I got the... I hedged and then I said yes. I after, got the... After I officially confirmed that it was listed. I got the linchpin question of have you and I played it together? Because that is the, like, the re- I'm sure the reason Scott brought this up is because the other day he texted me in the middle of the day and uh, he said, hey, you want to get together and play Star Wars Rebellion? And I was like, vomit emoji. I, I just literally sent the vomit emoji in Do you, not, do you not like that game? I've never played it and it, for whatever reason, everything about it seems terrible it's to like me. It's like his last holdout. I think you would yeah, like it. Maybe. That's what you need to be a um, Okay. Gamer. Yeah. Well, if you would like to contact us, you can email us at spielcast at spielbound.org. Mm-hmm. Or you can uh, tweet at us at Spielbound, hashtag Spielcast. Goodbye. Thank you for <laughs> Eclipse. In. Thanks for listening. Yeah, Seven Wonders. Yes, Eclipse. I mean, the Spielcast is recorded at Spielbound Board Game Cafe in Omaha, Nebraska. You can reach us at Spielcast at Spielbound.org, or you can always tweet at us at Spielbound with the hashtag Spielcast. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And as always, please give us a five-star rating. Thanks for listening.